hello and welcome to the Friends End podcast. Um, so uh, let's just jump to who's who's present. Uh, I'm here. My name's Liam. Uh, Fraser, hello. Hello. And Simon, hello. 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 Um, so we won again. <laughs> I like it when that happens. Yeah, funny old game, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> not as much drama as there was against Bradford. But, you know, what what did you two make of the game? You were both there. Oh, should I start by saying this? I don't know. I didn't think we were that good. <laughs> we were all right. Um, but the game really could have gone either way. I thought we sort of... Coventry probably had the better of the opening chances. I think they hit the post at one point. Um, we, and then we sort of came into the game a lot more. But um, do you know what? It was... I got to the end of the game and all I cared about was how important a three points it was. Um, so the actual performance, I thought we were all right. Um, but yeah, we, you know, we got a, I guess you could, you could say maybe a lucky goal. We were, he took the header well. And then I don't know how it went over what the final touch was. There was debate. Was it Sam Long's or Curtis Nelson's or, um, but, but yeah, do you know what is three points and on we go. Yeah, I'm tempted to say it was Nelson's sort of little Nelson put it in, or Nelson's column, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. But yeah, it it wasn't his hand, uh, and therefore it was fine. Yeah. Um, I think um, with something like that, obviously there was controversy when it came to the, the Bradford game, but with something like that, when the keeper stands up and runs to the linesman and goes, I had both hands on it, and he clearly didn't, it yeah. shows that it was you know a perfectly good goal. Um, and as you say, like the, it, it makes no difference how it went to him, whether it's Jordan Graham's against Blackpool or Nelson's against um, who are we playing? Nightmare Coventry. Uh, Coventry yeah, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it's it's a goal and it gets us the three points, and that's all that matters really. Yeah, and that's kind of what Carl Robinson alluded to in his in his uh, post match interviews, wasn't it? He wasn't particularly impressed with the performance, but we just got the result and it. This stage of the season, that's really all you, you care about now. Oh, it? It's absolutely. like three points. Don't care how we play, just get three points. Yeah. Well, I think we've said that for the last, uh, well, since we've sort of gone weekly with the podcasts, it's reaching the point we just want the wins. Um, and actually, in that time, we've, uh, it's been what, six games? And we've got 13 points yeah. from a possible 18. Uh, that's. Are we taking credit for the upturn in form? Absolutely, well, <laughs> we are. I'm happy to do that, um, yeah. but if things went the other way, I would not be taking responsibility. <laughs> no, so, definitely not. Um, yeah, it's it's the best time of year to get that sort of form, and uh, obviously the worst time to to lose it. Which sort of brings us to our next few games. Um, focusing first of all, uh, currently, if you look at the last six games, we're um, I think. I think third, but I think it's joint third, isn't it? It's it's. Are we the same as Portsmouth? Same as Portsmouth, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, who are obviously doing very well, and uh, yeah, and then we're playing someone who in their last six games have picked up one point. Oh, why are you saying these things? <laughs> it's just, I I think, I think every fan probably thinks this about their side. But yeah. uh, my father-in-law's a Wickham fan, and I will be saying to him on Saturday, "You're playing the right team <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to turn this round." Yeah, 
you know, I can remember Gillingham hadn't won away for four years or something stupid like that, and they they then beat us, and then and then the next season got promoted because their away form turned into <laughs> sort of a dream. Um, I can remember, you know, Bradford not winning for eighteen games and then playing us and winning. And as I said, I'm sure every team remember remembers uh, sort of a team having that sort of form and it turning round against them. Yeah. Um, Oxford, yeah. the place runs go to end. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so all I can say is, please, just one more game. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, I, don't know, it's, I looked at the league table the other day and I think we're just above Wickham now, but we've got very similar uh, points tally, goals scored, goals conceded. I think we're quite similar, aren't we? So I think yeah, they've played they one game a, fewer. Yeah, and we have one point more. So right. should we be able to win this game? That is uh, a brilliant time to do that. Puts us four points um, uh, ahead of them. Uh, and then if they win their game in hand, it doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah. No, we're two, we're two points clear of them. But, I, but yeah, the point still stands, doesn't it? Yeah, that we, yeah. we get away from them. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. And actually, in terms of form at the moment, I don't want to look too far ahead. But if we if we can... Beat two teams that aren't doing too well form-wise in the next two games, we should be safe. Um, yeah. And and all in all, if we can stay above those two teams for the rest of the season, I think you know that probably does that job anyway. I think I think most of the relegation sides are, are sort of form-wise pretty much showing their their place. Like Bradford in particular. Yeah. Obviously, they are absolutely plummeting. And that includes, you know, against us last week. I think because it's been so tight, that middle of the table, we've been kind of concentrating on maybe on the last, on the bottom sort of half dozen teams. But all of a sudden, you know, Wickham and Southend, who've who've been on awful runs of form, have have suddenly dropped into, you know, into re- real relegation problems. You know, and it's it. We've, we, I think because there's been so many teams now involved in that relegation spot, you kind of look at the table after the games we're playing oh crikey oh they've dropped down because they lost a game and yeah it, it there's so many teams in there and and luckily a lot of the teams around us or below us now are in poor runs of form so we just kind of hope it happened like you say win a couple of the games against those teams that we're playing around us and we should be safe yeah i think uh, a fair few people have have looked at the season as only having six games left because we have that Luton game in the last, um, in the last one. But you know, if we, if we can win one of the next couple of games, then we've got to not lose three of the remaining ones, uh, or, or or something like that. The way I was looking at it the other day, uh, it's just a case of getting the points on the board, yeah. and and for the sake of our health and sanity, <laughs> sooner rather than later. Not that I want it to get anywhere near the Luton game, but if it really does come to that. You'd like to think Luton are up by then, and some funny old things happen with teams whose fate is determined already at the end of seasons. I mean, I don't know if anyone watched that uh, Sunderland Till I Die documentary. I'm sure it's their last game. They've been relegated, and I'm going to get this wrong, but I think it's Wolves who've been promoted, and they have them as the last game, and they beat them 3-0 or something in some Mm. crazy game, but... Players' minds just switch off, don't they? And yeah, they're, they're uh, on the beach, aren't they? <laughs> yeah, well, that's it. Yeah, and you'd like to. Th- that's why you, you you'd like to hope Luton have got their business done by then. I hate I mean, to wish good form on Luton, yeah. 
but I will in this this instance. <laughs> well, they're, they're nine points clear of Portsmouth, who are third. Yeah, you know, I mean, they, they, yeah. And they're on a hell of a run of form as well. Luton, you know, unbeaten in however many they are. You you can't... Maybe maybe Sunderland have got a chance because they've got games in hand, but you just can't see anyone catching Luton, well, I think. I mean, the, I mean, the dream is that we long do our business before then and yeah. they balls it up. Yeah. Um, but, you know, <laughs> I, I am a beggar. I will not be a chooser. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, if... Um... If we stay up, I don't care about anything else. Yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. that's how I see it, and and that's very much how I saw it last year. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's all crazy at the moment because you know we're we're what four? How many points are we clear of the relegation? Four, zone I think. At the minute four. Yeah. yeah. Four points. So four points and clear of the relegation. And Rochdale have got zone. a game in hand. <laughs> <laughs> Great. So, yeah, um, yeah. But at the weekend, we jumped from nineteenth to thirteenth. In a game, that that's how ridiculous it is at the moment, and therefore, on Saturday, things can go the other way, mm. and we obviously hope they don't. But you you look at the table at the minute and think thirteenth, we're all right. But this is just it is a crazy season, and I, I'm pretty sure we say it every year. Oh wow, this is a weird league, but this seems particularly bizarre. Oh, we've no. I mean, you you are right. We do seem to say it every year, but I've never seen anything like this. The amount of teams who are still involved in it, and but I mean, I think the good thing about that win on last Saturday at Coventry is, while we're still not out of the woods on points, there must be a good psychological lift in being now thirteenth, the highest we've been. I'm sure it must be the highest we've been at any point this season. Surely, thirteen months. Really, wow. Um, yep. So, I mean, that, that's got to be good psychologically for players. It must breed confidence. Um, I know we've got one or two injuries in the game coming up on Saturday, but uh, I think those last two wins, there's such a vital six points right there, um, and they've come at exactly the right time. So, Well, yeah, it's also against one team, you know, struggling a bit, well, struggling a lot, and another team uh, doing quite well. Yeah. And that bodes well when we're then looking at Wickham, Walsall, Wimbledon, you know, struggling different forms there because Wimbledon have picked up so many points recently. Yeah. But then you you look at, we've still got Doncaster and Charlton. Now, those games, in terms of where we are in the league, you automatically think we're going to struggle. Mm. But um, but if we can be beating Coventry yeah. and Bradford, yeah. you know, every game is winnable. So it's not just we need to pick up the points now, we haven't got a chance later. And with we that, I mean, it just makes you think even more. The next two games are such an opportunity um, to, you know, to get sort of get things done. But I'm, te- I'm really tempting fate now. It's making me nervous. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, it's, it's, th- this is partly why we went weekly, so we can focus on one game at a time. Yeah. So looking specifically at the Wickham game, um, I don't know what their issue has been recently. They seem to be doing quite well until January, and then it's steadily got worse, and then recently it's just been dreadful. They seem to do score goals still, but they're losing their games. So if we can keep that run going... <laughs> yeah. If they score three and we score four, fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, they... Who was it against? They were 1-0 up until the 89th minute and lost 2-1. Yes. Uh, was it Sunderland? I think Sunderland, they ended up drawing, but had two men sent off. Oh, the 2-1 was Shrewsbury, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Yes. And with Sunderland, that was their point. Yeah. But there were three sendings off 
uh, one for Sunderland and two for them in the last, well, it was in extra time, but there were like 11 minutes added on. Oh, um, which seems remarkably Wickham. <laughs> it always seems to happen in their games when you're like, oh, there's still a game playing. It's Wickham. They've got 17 minutes added on, yeah. um, which is a bit a bit bizarre, really. Um, is Ainsworth, uh, is he the type of person who will get his team fired up enough just because of the fact it is a... Uh, sometimes they say it's a rivalry, sometimes they say it isn't, sometimes we say it's rivalry, sometimes we say it isn't. Uh, is he the person who will get people fired up? And is Robinson that person? Well, if he wanted an opportunity to do that, he had a perfect one three years ago. Um, you know, well, mind you, that was the last game of the season, wasn't it? So, like, we were talking about mental checkout. Uh, perhaps they had that that day. But I, do, I, I, I think if you really want to get into the world of what manager can g people up and wind people up rub people up the wrong way for everything that annoys me about carl robinson he probably is quite good at that he's probably uh, he's he's sort of uh, the type of manager who other teams and other teams fans just love to hate uh yeah i think i have always been included in that category <laughs> <laughs> um, what you've always hated carl robinson at- yeah, when he was at MK Dons in Recall Bulldog. Oh, I, didn't I remember really that. I yeah. much of an issue with him until then, but he did that. and then Did he breach he some this... gentleman's agreement or something? Yeah. 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 Not a fan. And then he was really annoyed with Rob Hall when, when he did the same thing. Yeah. Um, Although, remember but... when he punched a Blackburn pitch uh, fan on the pitch? That was pretty cool. <laughs> that, was, that was it's it's funny I, I said this the other week whoever is at the club I hope that they do the right job and and if Carl well Carl Robinson seems to be here for the foreseeable so I hope next season we're still in League One but competing at the other end of the, <laughs> the table would be great Liam um, I want to I'd love that to be tested out with the arrival of one Steve Evans <laughs> uh, that would be the way him or Wesley they would be the test anyway um, something we should talk about at the moment is 150 appearances for um, Simon Eastwood. Uh, nearly a third of those have been clean sheets. I think it was 48 on the stat I saw. 42 or 48. A, a fair amount, anyway. Um, looking at when he wasn't playing earlier in the season because of his injury, and we weren't picking up many points or keeping clean sheets, if we look at the games that he missed, if a third of those had been clean sheets and we'd drawn them, we'd probably be five or six points better off right now. Is that fair to say? It's a shame because the, the Mitchell, the you know the, the lad we had on loan, I didn't think it was, was too poor a keeper. I thought he did okay, and you know he got, he got a bit of grief, I think, because he wasn't Simon Eastwood from some of our fans. But you kind of, as soon as Eastwood came back in, you just, I think, saw the whole team feel more confident in their goalkeeper. Um they, you know, they knew his ability. He's, he's got to be one of the best keepers in in the division, um, and and clearly it's made a difference. I think you know, like like you just said, Liam. If if those early games he'd have been playing in, and and I think he would have probably made a difference in one or two of them, and and we'd have been you know a lot safer a lot earlier. Um, yeah, very very good keeper. Yeah, I I think we're we're very lucky to have him. And d- does anyone know how long a contract he signed? Oh, I don't uh, know. Last season. Good question. Uh, don't know. Don't know. Paul would know this kind of thing. <laughs> should we, Should we just assume it's like five years? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But he's yeah. you know there's there's a player that when he came in, 
we were all a bit, hmm, we weren't very good when he was with us early, you know, before, and he never, because he didn't play, we, we kind of assumed, oh dear, is, is he going to be any good? And he turned out to be exceptional. So well, Yeah, I think we were put made... off of him. The the C bomb basically said he wasn't good enough, <laughs> um, and and we sort of took that as gospel. Well, maybe he wasn't back then, no, but he no, he absolutely is now. Players improve, and he he clearly is you know become a very very good keeper at this level. And you kind of think if he he could probably do a job in the championship as well. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of that sort of quality of player, uh, Robbie Hall's contract is up in the summer. Um, there was a report um, today, uh, I think it went out initially, uh, to say that they're going to assess his injury basically and see what's best mm-hmm. in terms of ongoing. He is exactly the type of player um, that you love to watch. He's full of pace, he's exciting. Um, he's also the type of player you know that if we go, now he's injured all the time, we won't offer him a new contract. He will be playing for someone next season and score a hat trick against us, yeah, yeah. or we will sign him on and he'll spend, uh, you know, forty of the forty six games next season injured. Uh, what do we think? Do we think offer him a new contract or, or, yeah, it's really maybe call it a day. It's really tough, isn't it? I mean, um, we still got a sort of, uh, we still feel like we've got an emotional affinity with him, don't we? Because when he first came to us when he was a kid and he really sort of set things alight and then left and it was great when he came back but I don't know it's really tough he he, he just seems so injury prone doesn't he and, and like you say you so desperately want it to go well for him but your head sort of rules your heart and you think well how long can we I don't want to say carry him but how long can we keep this guy well paying away well exactly and I mean we're not a club who can just throw money at, uh, uh, you know t- tens of players that we that we can't play um, I don't know. I'm not offering very good listening here to anyone listening to this podcast because I really don't know what the answer is to that. No, I think, I think it the depends, main thing is depends on the injury no, on, as well. You know, he, he's are they injuries that you can you know that the physios think well that he he's prone to these type of injuries or are they injuries that are just you know unlucky one offs and you know we get him fit for the end of the season he does a full pre season because he. He wasn't, you know, didn't play in in the island games. He was, he wasn't quite fit then. And and it's, you know, if if the physios and the and the experts say no, he, you know, he's fit, he's strong. The problems that he had are over, and you know, we can get him through a you know full preseason. You'd love to keep him. Not only what? is he a great player. He's he's a smashing lad, isn't he? I mean, you, yeah. you've met him. Great he's for a morale. Bloke. He, he's he's hilarious, and I, he must be yeah. great to have in the dressing room as well. So you know, you look at it from a more than just what can he offer us on the pitch. A little bit, you look at it. You know, if if he can get fit and play, he's he's a real asset. Well, the the from what I understand, the experts that have looked at it have said that it should never happen again. Mm. Um, that's how how the recovery has gone. Um, yeah, it's just one of those one of those things because you you have some players that um, yeah they they have recurring injuries and so on, and you have other players uh, like Daniel Sturridge seems to be one. He's always out with a different injury, mm. uh, and I don't know how it works. It's just, whether it's just bad luck or you know it, it's something genetically. <laughs> I, I I don't know, um, but. 
personally, I would say give him a contract, but that's me not having to pay his wage. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I'm. I would be for keeping him solely because I'd rather he was. Um, I'd rather he was in our um, injury room than scoring against us next season. Uh, but ideally, he'll be on the pitch scoring yeah. for us. I think there's there's a probably a, a you know the club will be looking at it and he'll be looking at it that uh, is another club going to really sort of put a lot of money into him. You know, are they going to offer him a big contract, knowing that well he's he's had injuries. You know, is he going to get a big deal? you kind of think maybe if he's settled and we offer him something that's not far off what he's on now or or that he's happy with that's you know that we're not breaking the bank for him because of his injuries you, you know you don't want to don't want to screw the guy over <laughs> well your injury promo ain't going to give you much but you know it, it's it's a business as well you know and he, he'll realize that and and yeah. you know you you hope for all concern that that he stays with us he gets fit and he's you know he's a real sort of positive for next season well, maybe that's where the um, appearances clause come mm. come in. <laughs> when you go, oh, we'll give you a year at this wage if you if you play, you know, thirty seven games for us next season, then um, you get a year extension and your salary's increased to this much. Yeah. So, it, you know, it's it's kind of yeah, he's there and it is tentative, but it, you know, if he stays injury free, he gets a higher salary and an extra year. Mm. Maybe that's the way to go with this sort of thing. Yes, cool. Um, the other thing that's uh, been talked about, well, a, a couple of things. Firstly, blue shorts next season, so that'll be cool. We won't be all in yellow. <laughs> I think we all we all quite like that. Yeah, I like all yellow sometimes, but I like it as a as like an away day when when it when there's a clash. Um, so happy about that. But also, Eric will be in the stands before the end of the season. Uh, that's quite exciting, isn't it? Yes. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Good. Sat, Fraser, sat can like you edit that later. pause out? I mean, <laughs> that was, yeah. That was like the pause who'd come up and see me make me smile, wasn't it? They, they edited that in. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he, I think, we, you know, we've we've been, a lot of fans are asking, you know, well, has Tiger got the money? Well, if he hasn't, Eric certainly has. You know, um, yeah. you've got a man there who's been involved with, you know, um, you know, Italian Serie A football at Milan, clearly, you know, a, a big hitter. And he's also been involved with a club in DC United in America who've, who he's, he's built a new stadium for. So there's, you yeah. know, there's kind of like, okay, there's a man with, with football knowledge, um, running football club knowledge and stadium knowledge and rather wealthy. Yeah. Yeah, um, it, I would say it's it's very exciting and, and someone we've heard so much about. So to suddenly say, oh, good, he is here. Yeah, he does exist. <laughs> that, that's good to know. Um, but yeah, he's busy at the moment with elections, um, I believe, according to Tiger's uh, five-minute fans forum. Right, well, before we go, let's do predictions. Uh, right, so one game to worry about. Uh, so it's a team who have got 13 points in the last six games against a team that have got one point in the last six games. Firstly, is anyone confident? Because I'm not. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. No, all right. No, I'm going to be positive. I'm going to be positive. I think we're going to win. I think we're going to win. Simon? Yeah, yeah, we're going to win. 
there's going to be a big crowd. Well, a decent crowd. They've they've sold most of the, the their allocation. I know the club as part of the community day. Of, 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 I think they've given a thousand tickets to every primary school, is it, or every secondary school, or something oh. in in the county. Um, so wow. there's going to be a you know a, a decent turnout. Um, so well, I think that's, that's what's, what's great about um, the away day last week how many of those kids that came to their first away day mm. will be going again? Because yeah. a, a game that you win is infinitely better. Someone someone asked me uh, what my favourite childhood memory was the other day, and it's the first goal against Peterborough in, two, in 1996 <laughs> when we won 4-0. <laughs> I will never forget it. And, and I think, you know, whether it's Nelson, you know, hitting it in with whatever he hit it in with or... <laughs> Um, an own goal, I think that that first goal was against Peterborough or Peter Levens from the halfway line or whatever goal is is that memory for you. It, you know, that's huge. So giving these tickets to primary schools is great. And if we can get the win, then brilliant. Most of them will come back, I hope. Yeah, you'd hope so. You know, like you say, it's if you go to a game and it's exciting or noisy or whatever it is as a kid, it must be wonderful. I, I yeah, you're right. You can still remember those sort of. I, I remember back to the manor and you, you know, wandering up certainly on night matches when the floodlights are on and yeah, I'm, I'm getting all, t- you know, dewy eyed. It's it's those little things that hook you, and that's you know we need. We need fans, you know, kids coming along as to be the next generation of fans. Well, Fraser is still a kid, <laughs> of course. We need to remember that. Um, I, I was spending ages going, shall I say, Simon, wait, you can remember your childhood. Um, <laughs> it was all in black and white. Or saying, uh, yeah, 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 it was Heddington yeah. United then. Was, was there, it just yeah. like a narration speaking like this? Yes, we were very, very quickly. <laughs> Right, that's probably all we've got time for, uh, but thanks very much for listening. Uh, a couple of weeks ago at the, um, the which game was it? I can't remember. We won it, though. It was a really good one. Um, I said, see you in three points, and it seemed to work. Um, so, see you in three points. Thanks very much for listening, and hi, Tim, and hi, Matt. There needed to be a hi, Matt, I believe. Hi, Tim. Hi, Matt. Hi, Tim. Hi, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to end up with just a list of names. It's going to get ridiculous. <laughs> I, I'm bigging it up as if we've got many listeners. <laughs> it will be a list of about five names, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, anyway, hi to everyone listening. Thanks very much for, for tuning in. Tuning in, that's more radio. Thanks very much for downloading or streaming or however you're listening to this. Uh, we'll be back again next week. Thanks very much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Bye.